still spinning. It's still okay. spinning. It's still yep. spinning. Uh huh. It's yep. still It's stopped. Ooh. Well, hey, hey. Um, have you heard the news about the next season of Doctor Who? No. We talk about Doctor Who a lot on this show, dear listener. I don't know if you've noticed, um, but we have a lot of opinions. Doctor Who are abandoning um, previous sort of structures and going for a the one overarching uh, storyline for the entire series, and every episode will have a cliffhanger. Oh my god, that's what do we think about that? That's very interesting. I like. I, I kind of. I, I, I'm kind of excited. Um, Me too. That because like, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what One Division. Fatwas and Loki were going for. Yeah, but is that just is, copying is this, them? Is this one overarching story? I imagine so, yeah, because it's what a lot of shows are doing nowadays. Um, a lot of sort of modern produced TV shows are sort of um, taking the idea of one overarching narrative of just a movie and then cutting it up into six episodes or whatever. Yeah. Um, it... So maybe we'll get one or two little anthology type episodes in the series, but I think it's all just going to be one big story. That's what I was going to say. Look, TV shows are just becoming shorter and shorter. Like it used to like in America, it used to be like twenty-two episodes a season. Yeah, and yeah. then it became like thirteen, and sometimes it's ten. But now it's like going down to like on on six, six <laughs> yeah. and eight. Like it's like I hope that we're not like losing like important sort of you know character stuff. Mm. Like I I mentioned I mentioned Breaking Bad and on Friday, but like Breaking Bad, it was like it was twenty episodes a season for six seasons. Yeah, no, it was thirteen, I think. Oh, okay. And it was sixteen, um, in the in the last season. But like, even though that's like you know it's thirteen hours of television, like it, it gave it gave you time to sort of see these characters sort of change. And I think I, I worry that like if it's just six episodes, that's a lot of sort of development to go through and a lot of plot to go through at the same time. Um, mm, mm. so I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit wary of it, but I do like that Doctor Who is switching up a wee bit. And as do I, yeah. Because the narrative that that's been the problem has been that there's either yeah. too there's both too much and not enough overarching narrative. And so maybe just a complete overhaul of it'll help massively. I think it, I think it's going to help Chris Chibnall a wee bit more because he yeah I think so like when he did broad oh, the Chibster yeah the big Chibbers um he you know he obviously did Broadchurch which is a show that follows on from each episode and mm. and Broadchurch is very very good. Um, it's a very good show. It's very well written, you know. Um, Can so... I tell you a secret? Go on. I have not watched Broadchurch. <gasps> Fucking David Tennant and Olivia Coleman. Oh my god! I know. God. I know. It's one of my great shames is that I haven't actually watched it. And Jodie Whittaker's in that as well, and she's fantastic. It's like, but mm-hmm. maybe it's maybe it's a bit easier for him, and it's 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 going to make it a bit more sort of, uh, in his sort of ballpark, and maybe him. You know, having it, having having it more like classic sort of series was just a bit sort of a bit difficult for him, um, because like you got you got with like previous Doctor Who seasons with like Russell T Davies, like there were sort of hints sprinkled mm. throughout the season about you know what the what the big bad was going to be, um, mm. or the big sort of threat. Whereas you would get a little bit of that with like you you got an episode with Tim Shaw. At the, you know, the first episode of season uh, eleven, yeah, and then he he showed up at the end uh, of of season mm. eleven, which was um, odd. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, the tooth fairy or whatever the the, the guy. So it's like just it was completely out of nowhere. Um, mm. 
And what was what was season twelve? There was obviously there was Sasha Dewan uh, as the master, which was yeah. And then there was that middle episode with with the new Doctor uh, Ruth. So I mean that was that was like I think I think it it was I think Chibbers is desperate for it to follow on from each other. Mm, you know I think mm, that is his bread and butter. Mm. You know it's, it seems that he was hinting towards that the Timeless Child arc. Oh fuck yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> It's been so long since I've thought about Chibber's era of Doctor Who that I'm like, oh no, what a load of work. <laughs> I'm remembering how weird it all was and how kind of crap it all was. Yeah. I watched a really good good um, video on it called The Fall of Doctor okay. Who. And you know, Is that that five hour video yeah. episode that I've seen in my YouTube recommendations? Yeah, it's really good and it explains a lot about the problems with, with, mm. with Chibber's sort of era. Um, so it's not just us being bitter shits, you know. A lot of this same stuff was said. I mean, don't get me wrong; I am a bitter shit. <laughs> but um, yeah. But um, no, I'm excited. I want. I want to see how it goes. You know, like no one, no one watching Doctor Who wants it to fail. No. That's the thing. We yeah. want it to be good. We That's want the to be entertained. Thing, yeah. You know. Um. But we'll see. I guess. Um. What about what about you, Lewis? Do you have anything, any any sort of hot takes or thoughts um, on that? I'm I'm afraid that's it for now. I just I don't know. I I want Doctor Who to be good again. Yeah. There's there's so much good sci-fi out there, and I I absorb a lot of sci-fi just through because it's probably sci-fi, maybe horror are like my favourite genres. So I'm always on the lookout for like a good sci-fi TV show or a good sci-fi book, especially. Yeah. So it's just frustrating to me when. We get to a point where it's like, oh, the new series of Doctor Who's coming out, and it's a bit shit. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, can we just please try this time? No, definitely. Can we please just have a go at making something new and different and good? That was what got me so excited about the last season of Doctor Who, was that it got progressively better as the series went on. Yeah. I remember, as we were doing the whispers, every single episode I was like, oh, this is getting better. Oh, this is getting better. Oh, this is getting better. Yeah. And then the final episode just shit all over itself, and I was like, oh, well, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like, there was, they were doing stuff that was different, and while a lot of the episodes were a hit or a miss, like Orphan 55 and and the, the, the oh, what was it called? Praxis, is that it? The, yeah. the plastic yeah. one. It was like, yeah. uh, oh, I can't even fucking remember. But like, the introduction of the, the other Doctor, the lone Cyberman, like, these were like... And yeah, really good, really exciting. The haunting of, of uh, what's it called? Villa Diodati. Yeah, that is like... Because it's Mary Shelley and there's this literal epitome of Frankenstein's monster walking about that. Like, that's interesting. That's really mm. a, a, a really cool, interesting concept. But obviously, it's just with execution, you know? It all comes down to that. Because some of the stories mm. are just like, wow, that's a really good idea. And then it's just... It's as if it doesn't have faith in its own sort of premise, you know? Um, but I think this I think this structure will really help Chibnall in a way that it hasn't yeah, before. Yeah, I think you might be right. You know? Mm. And it might, you know, keep people more engaged, I would say. But mm. I mm. guess we'll see. Um Indeed, maybe maybe they're hoping for like a bit of a Twitter mob to form, of like, oh, what's going to happen next week in Doctor Who? Yeah, look, look, oh, is it going to be look, Alligator Doctor? Look, Love oh, Island I mean? at the moment, Love Island's on, and like every time I my... go to great lengths to avoid Love Island, 
Um, so and not only do I not know that Love Island's on, I actively do not want to know that Love Island is on. Yeah, it's um, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I watch it with, I watch it with my girlfriend. So it's like it's, you know, while I hate everyone in the show, <laughs> I, I do love a bit of fucking needless vapid drama in my mm. life. You know, well, I do, I do love a bit of reality TV. It has to be said, I do love reality TV. And I think while there are reality TV shows that have been really nailing it, like RuPaul's Drag Race has won about a million Emmys every year for the last decade. Yeah. But, like, uh, there are also reality TV shows like Love Island that are just... They exist to be a guilty pleasure. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. By the way, nobody ever talks about this. How fucked up is it that two people that have been on Love Island have killed themselves? Yeah. How fucked is that? I think it's more... I think it's three. Is it... Jesus. Can you help the show? Caroline Flack, who was the host. Oh god, yeah, of course. And there was and there was two other uh, contestants. I mean, like Jeremy Kyle was taken off there after one person killed themselves. So it's mm, like, mm. I mean, as much as I I treat it as a guilty pleasure, if less people kill themselves, if the show is like put off, then put it off immediately. Yeah. Do you know what I mean there's no, there's no sort of two ways about it. Um, but we've went into Love Island now, so maybe we should. We should do a bullshit for that another time. 